That beat never gets old. It really doesn't. It's a classic. I love it. I tap my toes to it all the time. I'm telling you, and add our voices to it. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Those sultry baritone voices coming from that side of the table. Clothes just fall off. I love it. I love it. That's baby making music. That's what it is. It, it spawned a whole generation. Little ham and eggs coming at you. Get your griddles ready. It's the music of a new generation. It is. It is. <laughs> All right. So th- this must be a record. Three episodes in one night. Oh, we're killing it, dude. Oh, my gosh. Killing it and loving every second of if it. You're not. If so these good. people aren't sick of us yet, oh, my gosh. What are we doing? They will be. That's right. They will be. Most people Although, get Although, maybe it's like crystal meth. Do you ever get enough of it? Um, I think some people may say yes, but I don't know that I'm... Well, I mean, I, I get it when you're dead. Yeah. It's like, oh, he, he had too much, but... Did he have enough? Yes. Yeah. He had enough. If he could come back to life, he'd want more. But is there enough, or does it always jump to too much? <sighs> Man, I think what happens is, is your body's like, um, okay... I like what you're doing here, <laughs> but I just can't handle it. I can see the end goal, but yeah. I'm just not sure it's smart. You went for it, yeah. 100%. You get an A for effort. That's it. And you're dead. Right. Yeah. Truth. And no offense to all the crystal meth users out there that are listening. We, uh, we love you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep uh, is, is crystal meth the one they use Narcan for? No, that's, the, that's for the... Uh, Oh gosh, the codones, the like hydrocodone, things like that. Oh, the yeah, opiates. Those, those delicious opiates. Oh my gosh, man. What kind of world are we living in now where we've just got people hitting these opiates until they destroy themselves, mm-hmm. but yet we've got saviors running around with Narcan, just like stab him, stab him. Oh, yeah. If if they find yeah. somebody passed out, they're stabbing them with this Narcan. It's like, dude, I was taking a nap in the park, jackass. Yeah. Well, sorry, man, I thought you owed in. Well, I got uh, <clears throat> I got drug tested at work the other day. You know, really? you, know you know those back it's about time. Things. Yeah, I got drug tested at work the other day, and I and I, you know, I make jokes a lot, and so I make jokes about the drug test, right? Sure, and yeah. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I hear it's. I asked the lady, the HR lady. I said, so I hear these drug tests that y'all do. These are these are multiple choice. Is that true? And and, right. and she goes, she kind of looks at me funny, and you know, she realizes I'm joking with her. And she said, "No, it's just a you know, it's just a standard standard drug test we have to do or whatever." And uh, and then, so then I tell her, I said, "Well, I, I did not know that I was going to be drug tested today. I'm really glad I brought this bottle of pee in my backpack here." And she she again had this funny look on her face. Oh boy! So as we went into the office, and their you know their their test that they do is a saliva test, which is right. You know, you stick this thing in your mouth, and when the little thing turns blue, you pull it out, stick it in a vial, and mail it off. There's no urine or anything, no blood. Uh, so. But anyway, right before she started filling the paperwork out, before she administered the test, she looked at me and she said, Branson, seriously, do I need to take this drug test for you? And I was like, no, I think I'm good. Let's just do it. <laughs> you so, can roll on. That so, was yeah. me just joking. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, it, was, it was kind of a joke. Yeah, Dude, let me tell you something. Okay, so I've had just about every job I've had in the last 15 years, I've had to get a drug test. Right. And, here, and you know me, okay? I like to act like I'm just wiling out. I'm just sure. getting after it. Right. But the truth is, I'm vanilla. Pretty tame. You're yes. pretty tame. I'm straight up vanilla. You're, well, I don't know if I'd call you vanilla. But Homemade you're, vanilla. But you're, you're a good boy. Yes. You're a good boy. But it never fails. When I go to do a drug test, I, I kind of sweat it. Oh, yeah? Like, oh, dude, you know, mm. I ate those poppy seed muffins. 
I ate, I ate like four of them because just I don't just eat for, one. Just positive for opium. Yes. Heroin. Something. Or they're going to mix up mine with somebody else. You never know. You just never know. And I and, and usually when it's happening is when I'm applying for a job that I desperately need. And I've never touched drugs, but I always sweat it. I, I go in and pee and I'm like, please don't let anything taint mm-hmm. this wonderful virgin urine that I put in here. Um, yeah. And then it comes back, and it's funny because it's always like a relief. Like, yes, I passed. Well, let me ask you this. Let me, I'm going to throw this out there and get your opinion, right? Sure. So out there. Um, if you are going to hire on at a new job mm-hmm. and they tell you, you know, we're going to do, you know, we got the application process, you got to give your, your references, and you know, you know how the pretty standard stuff. And then they tell you, and we're gonna we got to do a background check. We got to fingerprint you. You know all this stuff. And some jobs require a lot. Sure, of Sure, yeah. Uh, and then there is a there's a drug screen that you have to pass, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> you do all the thing. You get your fingerprints done and your background check and all this stuff. And, and you use yourself as an example because I used myself when I went played this scenario out in my head. Sure. If they say, okay, um, today's the day we're going to do the drug screen. And you tell them, okay, so I'm just going to tell you up front, um, I smoked marijuana a couple days ago, so it's going to show up in the drug screen. What what would you imagine that their response would be? The people administering the test, the people who are going to hire you, what do you imagine their response would be? Man, I don't know, but I will tell you this. I know that I hear that a lot um, because this younger generation <laughs> – they don't play around, and I they don't mind telling people. Right, but and I guess my question is, does that constitute? I mean, that's my my thing is, is oh well, that's fine, but this is when we're taking the drug test. You can either take it and risk failing, right? Right. Oh yeah. You know, popping positive for marijuana or whatever it is, mm-hmm. LSD or whatever it is you you've been taking, mm-hmm. or you can say, hey, I'm uncomfortable taking it, and that constitutes to me. A refusal to take the drug test. A guilty conscience. Either way, either way, that should end Strike. the yeah. process, right? Yeah. That should end the process. Yeah, I can agree with that. Because if you can't pass it, and that's one of the requirements. Or you're, you just refuse to take or it. Or you're not going to take or it. Or undisclosed No, we, we can't hire you, yes. right? Yeah. So had a situation at a, uh, we'll call it a, a an establishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to claim to have any financial connection to this establishment mm-hmm. out loud uh, I'll tell you later off the air okay but a, but there was a uh, there was someone who was you know applying for the job went through everything but that same scenario uh, I, I don't I'm not comfortable taking the test because I smoked marijuana a few days ago mm-hmm. I don't know why but apparently the response was oh well we'll just wait a couple of days wow We'll schedule a time next week sometime to come back in and take it. And it infuriated me when I heard this because I thought to myself, there's no way in hell, no way in hell they would do that for me. They would never do that for me. Why would they do it for somebody else? I don't know. I, that, I just wanted your, Here's my your, thing. your take on So it. you're saying that, and I'm thinking, please don't let it be a school bus driver, an airplane pilot, uh, the metro driver, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm hoping it's it's like uh you know the guys applying to uh, 
uh, to scoop ice cream. Starbucks. Yeah. To, to do French fries. Yeah. Something that's not critical. Right. Right. But that doesn't surprise me at all. No. It, well, it didn't surprise me, but it surprised me that they, that, that was their response. That was a thing that wow. surprised me. It's like your whole job well, is to stop people from getting to a point. Yeah. And you're yeah. helping them cheat? Mm hmm. Well, you know, and here's my other thing, and I, I I felt like it went deeper for me because I went to my I, I said to myself, this somebody didn't call you and offer you this job. They didn't just call you out of the blue and say, "Hey, would you like a job?" Yeah, you this sought this a, out. This is a person who probably did days at minimum of job searching on the internet and maybe newspaper, maybe you know mm -hmm. going around seeking yeah. maybe a maybe at a job center, one of the wind job center kind of thing. Sure, yeah. This is somebody who did that and knows that at some point in the next few days, there's a possibility that you could get an interview and then have to go through this process. And the jobs that you're applying for, you know they're probably going to ask for things like a background check and a drug screen. So why would you not take that upon yourself to go, you know what, I'm going to be responsible. And even, even for just a few days prior to that, let me just kind of clean up a little bit. Man. That shows some very, very questionable decision-making. And I don't know that I want you working for me. I don't care if you smoke marijuana recreationally. Right. I don't care if you if you can come to work and do your job. I don't care what you do out there. I mean, you clock out, hit the, you know, hit the parking lot, right? Blaze oh, up yeah. in the car and move blaze on. Blaze up I in your way. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't you get on out of the parking lot and you know don't affect mm -hmm. my driving going home. But I don't care what you do there after you're hired. Doesn't matter to me as long as you don't come to work blowed out of your mind and can't do your job. But the idea that you knew that this was going to happen. And you allowed yourself to be in that situation. Okay, so here's something funny. So while you're talking about this, I had an epiphany. Mm -hmm. Because this is the same thing I do for my biometric screening every year. Okay. Okay, so same kind of deal. Right. You know it's coming. Mm -hmm. You have a deadline that you've got to get this thing done for. And the company that I work for require it so that you can get a cheaper health plan or a credit right. Right. towards your health plan. Sure. And it's a co it's about two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. This this isn't chump change. Yeah. Okay, and that makes a difference on you know my uh, twenty six paychecks. Right. So every year I know this thing is coming, and you know they're going to look at your waist circumference, your HDL, your triglycerides, sure. blood pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to do a, a nicotine test, which I always pass because I don't smoke, right? right. Um. And something else. So it's like six things. Right. And you've got to get Healthy, four. Health indicators, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. you got to get four out of six. And every year I say, okay, I know that it's coming in December. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to eat right, make better decisions for like three months before it, mm -hmm. go in, ace it, and then I can go back to just being, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. just doing yeah. what I'm going to do. No. The problem is, is every year I procrastinate <laughs> making those good decisions, right. and I go in and I bomb this biometric screen. But, but, but here's the thing, and you draw that parallel, but I'm going to tell you, not quite as parallel as you think, because you're, you're, the size of your, the circumference of your waist, if it's not within the parameters that they say is acceptable for whatever, mm -hmm. what does that get you? It gets you disqualified from having a, a, a better insurance sure. rate. Sure, yeah. Right? It doesn't. It doesn't. If you're if you're a little thick in the middle, that doesn't mean you lose your job. Well, yes, right? that's true. You know, that's very true. So, I mean, I get that, 
And but I will say, I think it's human nature to know something's coming and to oh, say, sure. I'm going to get ready for that. Yeah. And then procrastinate it right up to the point where you're like, Oh, yeah. oh yeah. man, I should have hit the brakes two weeks ago. And it's now fair, I'm in trouble. And it's fair to say in the world of marijuana that maybe you just forgot. Well, yeah. You forgot it was coming. Yeah, there's there's had, a chemical reason for, <clears throat> for not I taking just, it seriously. I just go, I just go, that is that tells a, a bigger story that did not come out in the interview. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that just seems like poor decision making. Well, I'll tell you this. Right now, it's so hard to hire anybody yeah. that I know these recruiting folks are overlooking all kinds of stuff. Red flags. It's like, man, that guy was talking to himself. He had a bloody knife in his pants. It doesn't matter what it is. They're like, well, you know, he, he could he could work out. Yeah. If you train him up. Yeah. You know, but you know there there's some places I heard that are, and this you know kind of on the heels of this, and everybody you know what you know folks was talking about it, and I was just like, oh my gosh, what the world? Um, that there are some companies out there who are dummying down their drug screening process, yeah, because it's so hard to hire people, mm-hmm. and you know I know like uh, I know like our our work, and I don't know exactly what they look for, but there's only like three major markers right and yeah one of those is one of the one of those is marijuana there's a thc indicator the other is like you know something like uh you know uh pills like the opiate thing probably cocaine you know something right. like that. but when you get into stuff like uh when you get into stuff like you know your psychedelic drugs like your you know uh lsd or your like your those psilocybin mushrooms the magic mushrooms mm-hmm. that doesn't come up on a lot of those as a matter of fact from what I understand, you have to get like a very, very extensive test. that's very expensive. Oh yeah, and they're to not be able to pick that. up to to stretch that thing out and and Catch find it. those those markers that it would right. be looking for there. And so they're very narrow in in the scope of what the the screen is looking for. But from what I understand, there's a lot of companies out there who are doing away with the THC indicator because it's so hard to hire people. And I go, well, I get it. I understand what you're saying because I'm again. If you smoke marijuana, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Sure, yeah. If you smoke marijuana, it doesn't mean you're a bad employee. Right. But if you know that's coming, yeah. why not prepare for that? Yeah. So I don't know. It well, was, let, let me tell you this. So this is the byproduct of that. Right. It's like a year ago, I'm training this kid, okay? And I'm training him to do technical work sure. at a customer site, okay? So it means you're standing in front of a machine, with customers all around you. And I'm telling this guy, I say, okay, we're going to take this apart, and this is typically how it goes, and then I'm going to help you do that. While I'm explaining this, which is something he's never done, so you would think he's he's got to pay attention here because if he doesn't do this right, he's going to screw something up. While I'm talking to him, he's falling asleep. Okay, I thought you were going to say he started eating Cheetos and... No, not this time. No, I'm always eating Cheetos. Yeah. I got a pocket of yeah, Cheetos everywhere. Yeah, I got a box of little Debbie snack. Yeah, and <laughs> no, no. So he starts falling asleep. And I'm like, um, are you okay? And his eyes are closing and he has no power to keep them open. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, why are your eyes closed? They're not closed. I'm like, dude, I'm looking at your face. Your eyes are closed. Okay, maybe they're closed. But I'm still listening. And I'm like, are you having like a stroke? Is this diabetic shock? What's going on? He's like, I'm serious. I'm fine. Just keep talking. I said, open your eyes. And he starts to strain. And he barely gets like a slit. Like one eye gets a slit open. He's like, see, I can open them. And I'm like, and I start thinking, this dude is high off his ass. 
He is literally tripping balls right here in front of this piece of equipment. During the training. During the training. Oh, my gosh. So, <clears throat> so here's what happens. And I forgot to mention this because this happened before we got there. So he and I left the same site at the same time. Okay, and I told him, plug this address in your GPS, and we're going there. It's almost exactly 60 minutes from where we were to where we're going, according to my GPS. I made it in like 59 minutes. At an hour and a half, I'm like, where is this dude? So I call him, and he said, oh, I'm on my way. I should be there in 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Oh, I had to stop and get gas. And I'm like, well, okay. That's a long time to fill up, but whatever. All right. So I sit there for another 15 minutes. Still not there. So now we're in an hour and 45 minutes since we left that previous site. And I call him. I'm like, um, dude, did you pull up? Are you inside? And he said, no, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And I'm like, now, wait a second. I said, we're coming up on an hour over the hour it takes to get here. And he's like, oh, well, I got held up at the gas station. And it's just a long story but I'll be there in 10 minutes. So 20 minutes later, this kid pulls up. Okay. Oh my gosh. And we're standing outside and I'm like, okay, dude, you're like an hour and 15 minutes behind me. Uh, you could have gotten lost. You could have driven to another state and then come back. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, I went to the gas station and I filled up and then I had to go back in and use the bathroom and then I got thirsty. And so I had to go get a drink and he's, and I'm just like, wow. And the way he's telling it, I'm like, he may actually be telling the truth. Just incoherent rambling. Yes. And then we go inside, and I'm and he starts falling asleep, and he can't keep himself awake. And finally, I said, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to fix this because I don't trust you because your eyes are closed. I said, I'm going to fix this, and then we're going to go outside. And he starts to kind of come off of his high, right, when we get in the thing. And he's like, I was totally fine. I don't know why you're making a big deal of this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, agree to disagree. We got one more site we got to go hit up, and then I got to drive home. I said, we'll be done for the day. So we start driving south 30 minutes to this next site, and guess what happens? He runs out of gas. He's behind me. I'm watching him. The van starts slowing down. Next thing you know, he pulls off onto the grass. Did he think he filled up? I don't know, but here's what I did, okay? So I call him, and I said, hey, man, uh, I saw your van went off the road. Are you okay? And he said, oh, yeah, my, my engine started sputtering. And it just stopped. I don't know what happened. I said, that's weird. I said, uh, I'll circle back around to you. Well, as I'm circling back around, he calls me back. And he said, man, this is crazy. I'm out of gas. <laughs> and I said, wow, that is crazy. Because you told me part of the reason you were an hour and 15 minutes late was because you got gas. <laughs> and he's like, well, I, I did get gas. I don't know what could have happened. I oh my gosh! And so I had to pick this moron up, take him to a gas station, buy a gas can because I don't carry a gas can because I never run out of gas. Yeah. Because you actually put gas. Yes, in the because car. these company vehicles have gauges that work very well that right. tell you. Right. And we go back and put two gallons of gas in his van so he can get it to a gas station. And then I call, I call my boss, and I say, "Look, is there any way you can pull up his GPS?" on his company vehicle. He said, yeah, let me pull it up. And he's looking at it, and he's like, okay, so he went from here to here. It takes, what What the hell? <laughs> he's like, I'm, 
he's like it's like a bumblebee. He's all over the place. He's like this van's going around. It's doing like figure eights. It's it's turning around. It's backing up. It's stopping here. It's, oh my goodness! He said I can't make. He drove all over creation, and none of it's in a straight line. And then all of a sudden, it was like he remembered he had to be somewhere. And then it's a straight shot on the road. And take <laughs> he said, I don't know what this kid is doing. So here's the thing. Okay. I told him, I said, you need to get rid of this guy. He is not going to make it. Yeah. I'm just telling you. He's, he's, he's smoking weed. He's doing heavy drugs. Maybe he's doing shrooms. I don't know what he's doing. And the only way that we, the, the, the saving grace that ended up pushing this, this fella down the road was he went to training at one of our corporate facilities and just bombed the hell out of it. Oh my gosh. That is funny. Yeah. But it's it's like you're saying. We've lowered the standard. Yeah. And then we get out here with these knuckleheads mm-hmm. trying to trying to, you know, treat them like normal people. Yeah. And they're just they're not it's like, look, you already lowered the standard once. Now you just need to get rid of them well, because you know, I'm here now. Well, that's the thing and, I, and I've said it a couple times and I'll say it again. I've got no problem, zero problem. If somebody wants to smoke marijuana or do whatever, I don't yeah. care. Even if you're working with me, even if you're working alongside me, I don't care what you do at home. Yeah. But if you're, you know, unless you unless you bring that in and it affects my job, right? You know, yeah. and it affects you know safety or you know whatever or the effectiveness of what you know what we're trying to accomplish that day. That's when I, I will have a problem with it. But my, I, I just do you do you not? Think ahead enough. It's a deeper issue yeah. for me. The way I see it is a deeper issue when you know you show up to take a drug screen and you you just did drugs just know, last night. You know for a yeah. fact you're not going to pass yeah. the drugs. Oh, yeah. Well, have you noticed? Because <clears throat> I, I have a pretty sensitive nose, mm-hmm. and I'm smelling weed all. Oh, you the smell time it. I'm smell it all the time. All the t- it didn't used to be that way. Now I'm in traffic. I'm smelling it all around oh, yeah. me. Yeah. And I'm like, every one of these jokers on this this highway are high. Yeah. Well, you know, they they have uh, they recently approved and are able to sell and are actively selling, from what I understand, a a one of those vape pen things uh-huh. that people use that is has THC in it in the state of Mississippi. What? Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, the the levels in it, the amount of the amount of THC. Is just low enough. To is so is so low that they're able. That's kind of the loophole uh, that they're able to do and and sell it. And uh, and so that's that's here in Mississippi. Not. I mean, I'm not. You're not saying that like it's a bad thing. I don't. Again, I don't care. Each his own. But I mean, that's just that's yeah. just where we're at. I mean, that's how commonplace it is. Well, let, let me tell you. You talk about where we're at. Here's another thing. Where we're at. Okay. So I was reading an article that was talking about uh, 2020 mm-hmm. was a massive year for savings. People were saving at a rate hitherto unheard. They were of. they were not allowed to go spend money anywhere. Right. So they're <laughs> say and and they're getting government money and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time in a long time, the savings rate like doubled. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twenty twenty one, still getting some government programs. Did you get any government money in two thousand twenty? Uh, in twenty twenty, yes. I didn't get yes. a penny. You didn't get any. Come on, zero. Come on, zero. Zero for, for having. I tell you, I'm going to hold up. You, you, the fo- folks at home, folks at home can't see it, but I'm holding up a zero with my hand. Zero. I got a goose egg. Wow. Okay, so I got a couple of those payouts. Right. 2021. There's still people getting some of these uh, government programs and things. Yeah. The savings rate plummets, plummets big time, and they're like, well, "Wait a second. 
where did all the money go? And they're trying to figure this out. And I'm like, okay, well, it's like anything else. Okay, I work in a retail establishment. I see people buying three or four TVs. Right. I know where the money's going. Right. So to me, it's obvious. Mm -hmm. But then I read a report that the state of Mississippi, I don't know if you heard about this, but in 2021, the state of Mississippi, the casinos in Mississippi, mm -hmm. made more than they ever have. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it six or $1.6 trillion or something like that? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking huge increase yeah. over their best ever. Yeah. And I went, oh, that's where all the money went mm -hmm. yep. to the boats. Right. Because when right. you got an extra 20 bucks, go get some scratchers. That's it. Go down to the boats and hit big. Sit around at the sports betting place down there. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yep. man. Oh, they'll let, do let me they'll tell you. Nature. Okay, so Branson and I, back in the day, we used to roll down to the Hard Rock. You remember this? Mm -hmm. yeah. Just roll down to the Hard Rock. Yeah. Uh, had a great time. Because here's the thing. Yeah. We are not gamblers. No. Okay? We're not professionals. We don't aim to know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, we went in knowing we don't know what we're doing. Right. And we took in a set amount, and we blew it. Mm -hmm. And it was fun. Yeah. And the waitress would come around, and we would get some drinks and sit there and play. Yeah. Sipping on my Coke, doing some Zeus Deuce. Zeus Dose. Whatever. Deuce. Deuce. On the penny slots. Yeah. Yeah. And just play for hours mm -hmm. and laugh and joke around. But yet we would see these people. That would come in there and put five hundred dollars mm -hmm. in a machine and go up and up and then come crashing down. Yeah. You remember we saw one guy, he hit like a bonus play mm -hmm. and won all this money, and we were like, dude, that's awesome. And then he cut he disappears, like an hour later comes back, and he would he had taken out more money yeah. because he had lost everything he had gone up and then went to the ATM and took out more. And I remember thinking, I'm like, man, this is what runs these casinos. Yep. It's not you and you and I, because we're taking in forty bucks and we're blowing it. That's yep. not enough to keep yep. the lights on. Mm -hmm. It's this dude next to us who probably put a thousand dollars into that casino that night yep. and walked away with nothing except maybe oh, yeah. a free hotel room for his next. I used to work years ago. I used to work with a used to work with a guy who would uh, every every so often his days off would you know it'd be. He would work an early shift on Friday, and then he'd have Saturday and Sunday off, and have to be back at work, you know, sometime on Monday morning. Mm -hmm. And he would, he would bring a change of clothes, and Friday at two o'clock, he'd work like five to two or something on, on right. Friday, and he would go change clothes in the parking lot, and he would take off for Gulfport, and he would spend uh, two and a half days at the casino down there playing. Oh my God! And sometimes he would come back, and you know, occasionally he'd come back, and he would be all happy that he would. You know, he you know made a little bit of money. He'd come back. I remember one time he came back, and I was like, "Hey, that's pretty good." He 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 walked out with thirty four hundred dollars. I don't know how much money he put in to win sure, thirty four hundred. Yeah. yeah, but I know it wasn't. I know it was not near as much as he'd spent over the last month going down there every every other week. You know, but he would go down there and spend an enormous amount of money just in one weekend. Mm. Never sleep, not sleep for you know two or three days, and he would sleep in his car. So he'd get back to work early and sleep a couple hours in his car. And then come to work. He enjoyed doing that, and that's all fine and dandy. But I just, I'm not that, I'm not that that kind of gambler. Yeah, and I'll tell you this: sitting in a casino, you kind of look around, mm -hmm. and it's like you and I were having a good time, right. or we went in having a good time. Yeah.
But there were all these people, like old people, sitting there hitting that button. Oh yeah, and they just look well, the like they're one, waiting for death. The sad ones is uh, like uh, I when I worked uh, years ago, I worked in the pest control business, and I had a couple of the casinos on the coast. Had a couple of the casinos that were on my route, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and I would go in. I would go in there, you know, once a week. I was in there. It's it normally normally wasn't quite that often for other places, but that was the contract. It was once a week I had to go in. And I would walk in the same door, and I would see the same people sitting at the same slot machines every single day. Dang. And it was, and we're talking about we're talking about six or seven o'clock in the morning Shit. when I would walk in, and they were there. And it was it was obvious that they had not just gotten there at six o'clock; they'd been there all night long, probably sitting in that same spot, plugging nickels in, whatever Dang, it is, just all night long. lowing and going. Yeah, they just and that's when it just gets sad. That's when it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's fun to go do that. Well, it's almost like you need you need somebody standing there to walk over and say, "Look, dude, you're done. Yeah, you've had. I'm just gonna let's call it. You've had enough. Yeah, go sleep this off." I look. I remember one specific instance. Do you remember this? Uh, we were in the uh, Island View. Mm-hmm. You remember this? I remember. Now I don't remember what happened up to the point that I got mad. Yeah. Do you remember? Well, it was a uh, it was a uh, a lady sitting beside you uh-huh. that was killing it yeah she was she was winning like she wanted we sat there for just several minutes we weren't there in that spot for very long and she was she had won a lot of money mm-hmm. sitting there and you were sitting right beside her on a, an identical machine and it was apparently taking all the money you put in and shoving taking it, it to her and she's going up over. i'm yeah. going down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And so, by comparison, at a quick rate too. Yes, by comparison. So normally we'd go in, take forty bucks, and it would last us all night. I go in, she's just blowing it up, and my money is disappearing mm-hmm. at like a geometric rate. Right. It's exponential. Yeah, it's but, multiplying, but but here's compound. the thing. Yeah. So right as we sat down, this cute waitress comes by and says, "Would you guys like anything to drink?" And I was like, "Yes, I will take a coke." Yes, please. Yes. And you ordered whatever you were drinking. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And she takes off. And so in the time that she's gone to get us our Cokes, mm-hmm. I'm losing all my money. Yep. And I'm watching the lady next to me. It's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right. So rich. Right. And I'm just like, I'm going to stab and you. And she was turning around saying stuff like, oh, my Can you believe you this? See this? Can you believe look. this? And look. I'm just like, yeah, look at you. Yeah. Go. Wow. Yeah. But I'm starting to get mad. Okay. And so now... Yeah. I've got like two dollars and twenty something cents left, right? And you know, by then it's like it's barely enough to even play, right? So I cash out, I take my slip, and I stand up in a huff. And you're like, uh, "What did you? What did you say?" Well, no, it's, it when we when we stood up at the end of the little the the slot machine bank, I see the the waitress come in with our bring our coats, and you were storming off, and I said, "Hey, here she is with your with your coke." <laughs> And Jacob, at the top of his lungs, lets out an expletive that made me blush that day. And he said, that Coke, I don't want it. And, he, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then to I've make, never seen him get that mad. And then to make matters worse, now you're laughing. Which oh, yeah. is only making oh, yeah. me more mad. Oh, yeah. And I didn't let it go for no, some time. No. And it, it comes up from time to time that I lost my cool. Yeah, I didn't let it go for, uh, I think we're going on, what, 10 years now, something like that? Yes. 10 years ago or something? Oh, man. No, no, that was, 
Oh, good. But I tell you, that's that's one of the things about being in that casino is you look around and you go, man, there's some heartbreak happening in real time. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, but a lot of that is by design by the casinos. I mean, they they don't have there's no windows there, so you can't no clocks, see, no clocks, no windows. It's like you walk in into a void of time and space, and you don't know how long you've been there. No, and if you're not keeping up with the time, you'll be there for a long time. That is true. Yeah, you walk out and it's like the sun's burning mm-hmm. your eyes. You're like, what? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. in there all night. Yep. Yeah. We had a good time though. I I really enjoyed those trips. We need to do that again. Yeah, I agree. And and like I said, I th- I think the biggest the biggest deal is is know before you go. Yeah, yeah. Don't ever walk in and say, "Hey, whatever happens, happens." Right. Because then you come out and you're like, "I just lost my house." Well, you got to have a plan. That's the thing yeah. when you go in. Yeah. Like I say, I you know I'll have a plan, and I, I I normally don't have a problem sticking to my plan because it's it, because I am I'm not a cheap person. By any means, I mean I don't mind you know spending money on what I what I want or what I need, but when I when I'm just sliding bills into this machine that just sucks it down and takes it, mm-hmm. you know, almost as quick as I can cram, I can't even cram it in that. Yeah, fast. no, it's pulling it out it's of your pocket. It's almost sucking it out of your pocket. Yeah, it's almost sucking it right <laughs> out of your pocket. Um, but when it's happening like that, I start to I start to go, wow, that twenty dollar bill I just put in, that would, what could I buy with that? You yeah. know. Yeah. I could buy a new something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always something that I want, you know. Sure, yeah. it's not some. It's not like oh, I could I could buy another gallon of milk with that twenty dollar bill, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always something that I want. It's like oh, I could have uh, I could have gone fishing, you know, with that or you know something like that. And so then I kind of slow down a little bit because I'm a little more conscious about it. But yeah, well, I have a good time doing that once in a while. Yeah. I haven't done I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, it has been a long time. Those were some good memories. Even living down there, I haven't I haven't uh, you know gone really going and done that like that uh, very much well now you could go in at any time so it's not a big deal anymore right yeah. well i'd still enjoy i mean if you decided to come down i would still enjoy doing that well we may have to go do that again mm-hmm. see if we can uh you know order some cokes yeah yeah screaming another <laughs> cocktail waitress yeah well well folks we're we're coming to the to the end of episode three here and uh it's man, it's starting out to be a, gr- a, a yes. great new year. Yes, twenty twenty two. We're just going to be winning the whole year, and we we hope you're going to be with us, right? Yep. Yeah. So come come along for the ride. Let's let's see where this gonna, thing takes. We're going to have a great time. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, it feels good. Loving it. Loving it. Thank you, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>